tēnā koutou. You're listening to a core education Tātai Ahoro podcast. Tēnā koutou e whakarongo pīkari maira huri noa i te motu. Tēnei mātou o Tātai Ahoro core education te whakamiha atu nei. Ko taku ingoa, ko Anahira McGregor, no Ngāti Ruanui Ahau. You are listening to a Tātai Ahoro podcast and we thank you for joining us today. I'd like to introduce you all to my colleague, Gareth Seymour, who I have the pleasure to talk with today. Gareth, kia koe te wā. Uh, tēnā koe Anahira o tira tēnā tātou katoa. E whakarongo mai nā i ngā kāinga maho te motu. Ko Gareth Ahau, I am the Māori content lead here at Tātai Ahorau, and I'm really pleased to be here to talk about Aotearoa histories. Awesome. Tēnā koe e hoa. Really great to have you along today and to discuss this, this important kaupapa to us all. We know that te takango te wā and Aotearoa New Zealand histories are now compulsory and Kayako and Kura have been really busy trying to implement their history programs. What an achievement. So today Gareth and I are going to have a kōrero about what it means to understand our history and we thought we might start with a, a little bit of a glimpse into our personal stories because everyone loves a bit of a story. So we thought we'd talk about, you know, where we've been, who we are, where we're going and all of those important things. So Gareth, can you tell me a little bit about your journey uh, learning our history? When did that start for you? It's an awesome question. I would talk about my journey as beginning in my 20s. In my 20s, I was on a journey of learning about te reo, and hand in hand with that kaupapa, I was learning about the history of my iwi. Inevitably, you learn about whakapapa. And in the area that I'm from, one of the obvious steps was to be able to learn about the history of the Waikato, including the Waikato Wars. There's a bunch of important dates that the iwi commemorate and have always commemorated since the time of the Waikato Wars way back in the 1860s. So through a mixture of study, doing a couple of courses, attending wānanga, and then going on the hikoi to the places themselves, I've been really fortunate to have met a lot of people and to have heard a lot of kōrero about our history around some of our historic sites around Waikato and Tainuiwaka. Very, very interesting kaupapa to learn about. And what about you, Anahira? Has learning about Aotearoa and New Zealand histories, has it been important for you in your journey with te reo tikanga te ao Māori? Oh, ehoa, it really has. And I think we've walked, by the sounds of things, some pretty similar paths. I took history as a subject at high school, so I had a little bit of a dabble there, but it wasn't till I really started to learn te reo Māori. And as you say, attending many hui around the place, some hui rumaki in the early 1990s. And part of that learning always involved, you know, we'd go to different marae, to different venue to attend those hui 
and history was always woven into the learning. You know, we'd go on little excursions to, to visit sacred sites and I think they really are so intricately woven together, aren't they, Ehoa? So learning about who we are, learning our language is also about where we've come from and we're, we're pretty good at remembering things and remembering the past is always important to us. So yeah, thank you for that. And, and of course, in our own whanau, eh, we've all got those stories. I know for me, my Māori ancestor married a major in the from the third Waikato militia. So uh, really interesting to see how pa- how paths crossed. And um, I find that really fascinating. And just this year, I've learned by reading a Papers Past article that my tupuna uh, fell in madly in love with Major Wilson and rode off on the back of his horse. They were together and they shared a beautiful relationship together. And it sounds a little bit cliche, but the rest is history. So excuse the pun there, Ehoa, but um, interesting that that Waikato connection. And I know, Gareth, that's um, that's who you are from. That's where your bones are, Ehoa. So I think uh, we'd like to have a little bit of a chat around the Waikato Wars, as, as you've mentioned here. Over to you, Ehoa. What might be the important things for us to consider around the Waikato Wars? And then I guess part two of that question is how Kayako might teach about it, how it might relate to the new curriculum. So so over to you, Gareth. I love how you have brought that personal story into this kaupapa about Aotearoa New Zealand histories because in so many cases the history is right in front of us. So while I might be talking about our experiences and knowledge about the wake of the wars, it's important to acknowledge that all the, all the way around the motu there are a hundred locations, there are so many locations and events that Kayapo and Kura and Akonga and Fano can explore. One interesting thing about Waikato and the wars in the Waikato is that it's a, a sequence of dates that Kayako can explore with the Akonga. Those dates are really important to iwi, they're important to our regional and even our national history. Starting in Mangatafiri in July, the British, as part of their invasion, they moved up the Waikato River and by October they made it to Meremere. So there was actually a three-month journey to go from Mangatafiri to Meremere, which these days is a 15-minute drive on the new motorway. From Meremere, the British advanced to Rangiriri uh, in November and then through to Rangiaofia in February the following year. And then finally at Orako in March and April in 1864. So, yeah, because it's such a, a sequence that's so easy to understand, there's so many opportunities for for Fano, for Kura, to, to, to visit the sites, to talk about the sites and the history with local iwi, but to actually attend the sites is really quite a powerful experience. So, yeah, there's so much to learn about the Wake Up the Wars and all of the other colonial events right through the 1800s all around Aotearoa there's just no shortage of material Mickey the, the learning doesn't stop you're so right that's really great Gareth thank you for sharing that and there's there really is nothing better than physically putting your feet in those locations eh, and going to those sites and I know that we've also talked at other times haven't we Gareth around the importance of that petition that led to our curriculum being a formal part of teaching and learning and that was really birthed out of those akonga from Otorohanga going 
going to see those sights, eh? And so there's something very, very special and meaningful about going, not just reading about or learning about things, but to actually take that journey to stand in those places. And I know on the, uh, for those of you that are listening, if you were to look on TKI on the Māori History website, you'll see a video there by a man called Wali Penetito, and he has been instrumental in our education spaces here and he has a video around starting where your feet are yeah really powerful little video I'd like to encourage all our listeners today to check that out very very important so yeah the sequence of the dates that's really interesting Gareth and that makes me think if I was in the classroom and it got to you know the dates that we see here you said July for Mangatawhiri October into Meremere November into Rangiriri how important it could be to 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 follow those timelines that you've you've shared with us today so so thank you for that is there anything you'd like to add to that gareth i think it's important to acknowledge those students from Otorohanga college that uh, put the petition together they presented that petition to parliament and parliament made a decision to increase the importance and the focus of New Zealand histories within the curriculum. So it's an, an amazing achievement by that small group of students from Motorohanga College. So big ups to them. And now as a nation and as a motu, we're all really heavily engaged with our history in new ways. Oh, Kate. Really, really great. So, so thank you for bringing that to light. And listeners, we'd like to, I don't know whether you've been over social media or whatnot, but we've got a big conference coming up in October that we're really excited about. It's called You Learn. If you've never been before, I encourage you, you won't regret it. It's a really full, wonderful, jam-packed conference with all sorts of wonderful things. But coincidentally, our hui this year, You Learn in October is going to be in Manuko, the name The Great South Road. I'm wondering, Gareth, would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit about this concept, this idea of The Great South Road and what does that mean? You're right, Anaheda, our, our You Learn conference in October is at the Dewdrop Centre in Manuko and it's made us, it, it's prompted us to think in Tatea about engaging with that local history. When we're at the venue, where will our feet be standing? And the, the venue is situated on Great South Road in Manuko. There's a whole lot of history behind that road. It was Governor Gray, Governor George Gray back in the 1860s. He actually started building the road and the intention of the road from Newmarket was to aim it directly at the Waikato. Waikato was refusing to sell land to the Crown. There was the Kingitanga that was leading the, the charge. And so Governor Gray, Governor George Gray, uh, built Great South Road and it extended and extended all the way over to Mangatawhiri to around where Mercer is today. So yeah, there was a big kaupapa there and we're going to be in that space. We're going to be located in Great South Road. So what an opportunity for our participants at ULEARN and for the conference to engage with a little bit of history, to learn a little bit of history. And that's what we'll be doing as part of ULEARN. 
But it's an amazing point, Ehoa, because we are all culturally located somewhere in Aotearoa, aren't we, Ehoa? Like, I don't know how many of you listeners out there had heard the story of Great South Road. And then if we were to reflect on where you might be located, I live in a little town called Ashurst. And I know that Ashurst has got a cultural, it's got a mana whenua, it's got an iwi story behind it, that I am on Rangitane lands where I dwell. It's quite interesting that there's only one instance where a Māori name for Ashurst is visible in our community and it happens to be on the lodge. It's got Otangaki Lodge and that is really the only visual representation of that story that we see here. And so I, every opportunity to consider where we might be standing and, you know, what is the story of, of where your school is located? What do you know of significant sites that are around where you are? So I just want to encourage um, each and every one of us to take some time to have a little bit of a think around, oh, oh, I don't know, what is the story of where we're from? So I know that you learn, well, we've got a few sessions on Aotearoa New Zealand history, so it will be great to see you all. And we're not just trying to do this podcast to invite you to you learn. Uh, however, we do love it so much. We can't, we can't curb the enthusiasm enough. So... So thank you, Gareth, and for all of the thoughts that you've shared here with our learners. So I'm wondering, as we start to wind up our corridor today, Gareth, do you have any questions or ideas or what are your wonderings, Ehoa? Thanks, Anahita. It's really important to acknowledge those that have gone before us and have taken the initiative to get Aotearoa histories brought back into schools at such a powerful level in the way that it is in the curriculum now. I do have a question. If Kayako and Kura wanted to find out more information, where is that information? Where are some of the resources that exist? And I'm sure there are many, but where can Kayako find the resources? It's been awesome talking to you today, Anahira, about the histories of Aotearoa. I think that there's just so much to learn. The journey of learning about the history of Aotearoa is never-ending. I encourage our listeners, kura, kayako, akonga, whānau, everyone in Aotearoa, to seriously engage with the history because it opens so many doors and provides so much information about where we've come from, who we are today, and where we're going as a nation. Rere kia ora tātou. Kia ora, Gareth. Yeah, super important. Where to start? Where might we find some really good resources to support us and each and every one of us, regardless of where we are? So my advice would be to go to the dedicated websites that have been created by the Ministry for Teaching and Learning the New Curriculum. For the Māori Medium Curriculum, you can go to Kofatereo and pop in Te Takanga o Te Wā. You'll find the curriculum proper there and also a range of resources to support and likewise for the Aotearoa New Zealand Histories curriculum there is a dedicated page for that as well. You can find that at aotearoahistories.education.govt.nz so there are many things to explore. As a start though you should find some things to kickstart the learning and yeah all the best we really want to encourage you if you haven't made a start to 
start where you are, start where your feet are, as we shared earlier in the podcast, that there are stories all around us. So I'd like to thank you, Gareth, for your contributions to our kōrero today, the stories from your people in Waikato, and it's been a privilege to hear that. So e mihi ana ki koe, Gareth. O tira koutou. Those of you that have tuned into this podcast, we want to thank you for your time. We hope you've enjoyed listening, and you can check out more if you are keen from our website at Tatai Ahorau Core Education. We want to wish you all the very best with the learning ahead of you all. And tēnei a te mihi atu kia koutou katoa huri noa i te motu. Tui a i runga, tui a i raro, tui a i roto, tui a i waho. Haumie, huie, taikie. Tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou, you've been listening to a Core Education Tātai Ahorau podcast.